This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. So, Mitzrayim and are the most makulkul kolor umais. And the question is really, um, what does it add to the Pasha? The Torah gives a lot of Isurim. The Torah gives, um, every, goes into detail. All their eyes, they have the dinim, they have Surim, very, very homer. It, it doesn't, it, I mean, you could have had this by the Veils and Trapers also. You could have had this in Shmini. Um, they, they, they were all indulgent in it. The, the people ask, what about, I mean, Monashah was Mitzrayim worse, Kleinim worse. Mitzrayim says Shtufim Barayas, Kneinim, not so, I mean, obviously, but it doesn't say it so much for us. What, what's the, why the two must Pick an Umar that's worse. Whichever one is the worst one. And the, the Pasik seems to be saying the two Nekudis are from where you're coming and where you're going to. In other words, there's a Yichud in the problem of Mitzrayim because that's where you're coming from. And as Kanan is where you're going to. Uh, the Zerakot says as following over here, just to say the, the, the Tzushal that he makes, and we'll try to understand it. He says that the Tumor, the Klippa, the Tumor of Mitzrayim, Asher Yishaftimbo, and Eretz Ketan Shemivivi Aschem, is one is the Bechinas Eved, Shivcha, and one is Shevi. It says by, by Paroi, it says by Makas Bechiris, that from the Shifcha to the, to the Shevi, um, this, the, those are the two Tumas. One is, is a Pchin of Abdus Shifcha, one is a Pchin of Shvuya. I mean, both of them don't seem to be terribly big. I mean, what's the difference? I, I, I mean, whatever, what, what, what is the difference between the two? Um, you know, Avodim, life Shvuya is whatever it is. What, what, are the, what, what are these two things? So, I'd like to understand a little bit about um, what is it in Arias that for a person to be nichshal in Arias, so yes, there's a very, very strong Yitzhahar, obviously, but what are two reasons why a person might not at all um, be Nizah and Arias? Why a person might give up on Arias? Let's put it that way. So, the first Nikuda is there's nothing unnatural about Arias. Um, it's like a and Shtia for Malchai. It's a drive, a physical drive, and people satisfy the physical drives. It's hard to call um, it's hard to call satisfying the physical drive. It's unnatural. The Terence is we have a Tsurus Adam at Selamulakim that is unnatural. Um, let's give a simple muscle for it. Um, somebody observes a baby. Um, the babies do a lot of things that are very natural. They crawl. They get dirty. They, 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 they. they whatever a baby does is it's it's nothing's unnatural. You you crawl wherever you can. You put your hands to wherever you can, and so on. The only reason why it's unnatural for an older child to do it, and a certain adult, is because the sense of self becomes very different. He, the person becomes a tzalmulakim. The person gets a sense of being more than a balchai, and so on. And that was Slavatka, That was a That was what Slavatka taught. That if you if you teach a person that he's big, just like a kid, you know, I, I'm always amazed. 
at a transition that happens to a kid when you do a halakha. I mean, he's three years old, so it's, it's a day this way, that, that, that way. What changed? I mean, there's no physical change associated with halakha. And the answer is because once he looks like an older kid, you look at him as an older kid, he senses as an older kid, and he behaves like an older kid. It, it goes together. The way you look at him, all of a sudden he's gone in your mind from a toddler to a little boy, so in his mind it's also like that. Same thing is true of our mitzvah boy. You put him on a hat and jacket, we all know there's a lot of kedush in a hat and jacket. But besides that, what affects the kid is he's an adult, he's a little adult, he's, he's you know, he's, He's looked upon as a little adult, he presents as an adult, and that's what he is. So the first part is Itzal Malikim, that he has the Hashivas and so on. The other side is, um, if a person becomes very full of himself, so the person knows no Gvulis, and Arias becomes part of um, not having any odd on yourself. The, the Chazal say that somebody who's misguised is ish. I know an incredible story. Some I heard this recently firsthand from somebody. Um, there was somebody who was a man of great power. You know, this is going back a long time ago in Israel, probably 34 years ago. But the person was a very influential person, person who dictated, directed, that type of personality. And at some point, you know, the, the thing blew up with Arias and so on. And this person who told me the story said he went to Yasser Shal Zalman about it. Shal Zalman said, it's a Gemara, that if a person is Miskoya, he is Nishnayshish. And, and the, the logic behind it, on, on first glance, it seems, it seems that um, what's one to the other? They're very different types of Yitzharas. The answer is, what, what makes a person refrain from, from pushing his realization of his typhus is a sense of there's something above me. There, there's, there's a sort of, uh, there's gvulis. As a person becomes arrogant and the sense of being mugbal. So, so and, and if you take a look at the process that happens, usually that's how it happens. The pr normal red lines, normal people wouldn't hesitate to do X, or Y, and Z. And, and this person sort of, the guy that feeds into it that he's not encumbered. And, and he can break things. So the Shemira on Arias takes place in two ifanim. One is a sense that I am somebody without a, a, a modicum of self-worth that, 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 that you have you have respect for yourself and there's somebody there that needs to be respected. person doesn't have any reason to, to want to be different, he's, he's, he's uh, you know, he's like Balchayim, that's it. With Satshani, as a person begins to get a sense of self, and self-value and worth, if he doesn't have the sense of restraint, then it's not, not then, then it's, uh, then it's, uh, he's, he's going to break it, Mitzadeh. Avdus, an Evet is, halachically, has a very low status. Um, it's in terms of of a balchai, the the the, the uh, mitzrim are compared to zirma susim zirmosam, they're, they're balchayim. And being an evid in that matzav, an evid is, is is something that's bought. 
a Ben Chayr doesn't have Domin. You can't buy a Ben Chayr because he's not a Hafez. A person that you can buy has, he becomes a Hafez. We cry out that. And Bemela in Mitzrayim, Klal Yisrael was Olu more than any other place to be Nichshel because there was a sense of worthlessness. I'm, I'm, I'm garbage, so what are you telling me? How can you do it? The flip side is there's also a music of Avda Befkeir Nichalei. Um, a shvuya is somebody when when you when you when somebody lives together with his own people. So there's a sense of norms, societal norms, my societal norms. So we live amongst from a yidin. So there's a, there's a sense of, of restraint. It's you know this is these are this is binding on me. If a person wouldn't. Um, I, I knew somebody who was lived a few years ago. We actually lived in Azabirin near your parents, Rabatler um, Binowitz. He was during the war years. He was in the Philippines all the, all the years with nobody else. And it was admired. I'm trying to think how much would be left of our Yiddishkeit if we lived in a world where there was no. I, I mean, if I walk with a Yamaka, without a Yamaka, work on Shabbos, don't work on Shabbos, eat this, eat that, the other thing. Uh, there's nobody, there's no, no gvul imposed on me. Yes, my hakara and the shalom. But other than that, right now, we don't have some hakara. It's, it's how people look at us. If an Evid doesn't have that, a shvuya is somebody who's missing the chalik of, if, I'm, if somebody's a Chevy in a society that's not his, he doesn't have the gvulas and the binding that the society imposes on him. So the Pasuk is telling you um, there are two ktsavis, there are two extremes that are going to um, they're going to uh, be traps for rice. One is you come from Eretz Mitzrayim, so that means you are a avodim, you're garbage. You don't see yourself as being worth anything. And the Mela, that's, that, that's a definite uh, trap for rice. Mitzat Shevi, you come into Eretz Kanan, where you're free and doing what you want to do. It's like the Pasik says, you know, you know, can Esma Bekechashti, can Ivoresh Viganafti. If a person becomes um, too wealthy, he feels nobody has, you know, nobody can tell him what to do. If a person is too poor, he steals. Um, the two Ktsavos, both of them don't allow. For a um, for a person to, to, to grapple with, them. I think it's it's certainly true by Rias. It's certainly true in everything. Um, it, it, uh, you know the, the, what makes chinuch so difficult. I'm probably preaching to the choir and uh, just just raising it is chinuch needs to inculcate people do things. Um, a how much they're worth and what they are. I mean, such shamey. Um, what is acceptable, what's not acceptable. Um, and and, and the, the, they're very, it's easy. One of the two ktsavas is usually much easier balancing because doing something with a, with a ktsava doesn't require much seichel. You just, you know, if, if you 
If you slam your foot, if the foot is totally on the gas or totally on the brake, it doesn't require much thinking. You, you may not have a chance to think very long time, but upon him, it doesn't, it doesn't require any thinking. To keep going back and forth requires a lot of thinking. Um, you know, if, 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 you, if you impose a lot and the male uh, child feels worthless, so then there is absolutely no motivation to do anything. If, if, if you um, sort of stroke his ego in a way where it doesn't understand where the gavulas are going towards, then you also, you know, it becomes, it, it's not just that particular thing, he's not going to do this, I'm going to do this, not that. He lives in a world where there's no sense of gavul. And if there's no sense of gavul, there's no awareness of limits. Um, because it, it, the, the, the aside of all off-limits is that there are limits, that there's something there. So the Torah tells so the Torah is marked in the hardest parasha, <coughs> the, the, the parasha with the strongest averus with these two things, with Maisat's Mitzrayim and Maisat's Knan. And I think that those are the two, um, the, the balance between a person having those two um, extremes, having both of them, they're both are true, and the person needs to constantly with both of them um, for it to work. I, like I said, I, I'm a shy that we're not, I'm not uh, being mechadish much, but it, it's good a lot of times to keep um, to keep refreshing that uh, the Yisraeli said is, is a person, a child, needs to have what to live for. And, you know, th that's why the kids that are matzliach and klias are matzliach. Once a kid is matzliach, he has what to live for. A kid who's decided there's no way in the world he's going to be matzliach. There's nothing he's going to live for. On the other hand, a strong sense of right and wrong is also, it, it, without that, there's not going to be an incentive. A person will, I doubt it, he'll, he'll if, if he feels good about himself in a way where he feels there's, there's no mechaif and there's nothing that's, um, there's nothing that's being mechaif. He, he he's, 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 he just keeps breaking things because there's nothing mechaif him. Um, the Torah says, keep away from Mitzrayim and Canaan. Keep away from those two in Yanim. Um, it's very interesting. Canaan was made an Evid because he had no Gvulis. Um Canaan was wanted all the land. Had the, 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 the music of a parent was no Gvul, Arias, whatever, however, you learn, however Hazal tells in the Pasik. But the common denominator is he had no self-control. And that's why you have to impose office. That's that's Canaan's office. So, Brother Hashem, we should be zochet to be mechanech our children and ourselves with with both adults and young. Why? Yes. Why is the passion that it's that it's a stira? Why is it a stira? Because the, we tend to think of ourselves. In, in other words, unless we have a picture of a rebbeinu shalom, which is difficult. Um, having a picture of others, if I'm top guy, so who are you to tell me what to do? If you're top guy, I'm nothing. Um, let's go back to that. Let's go back to that scenario in the classroom. So the kid who is weak perpetually, it, he, he, someone says, what, "What am I learning for? I'm not getting anywhere." Yes, we all. You know, it takes it takes a lot, a lot of chinuch to understand that learning means something, even if you're not in the class, you're not thinking what's up. On the other hand, once you're matzliach, you tend to a kid who is arrogant. Um, the 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 the, the that expresses itself at is 
I don't need to listen to anybody. No one's going to tell me what to do. The, the, the arrogance pushes the sense of self mm -hmm. out of proportion and less than state. Now, the answer to both of them are very strong awareness of racialism, but that takes a lot of maturity and a long time. Uh, a, a person who's mature understands the Rebbeinu Shalom is wants me and and holds of me and desires me, even if I'm the weakest in the class, but my turn is chaviv to him, and what I do is chaviv. And he also understands that, you know, every step is like, like says in Ramayana, you know, as you may stand in front of a, a melech, it's, it's very different. There are no, um, but that, that, that's the, hopefully the end result of Akhina, you know, but the, if not, the natural, the emotional tendency of somebody who is, feels too good about himself is haughty disregard for the other, disregard for society, and sometimes even revel in contempt. The fact that people kind of um, think that you're out of bounds, it, it, it sort of feeds that, that ego of yours. Um, so artificially, you knock it, you know, you, you, you put him in his place, quote unquote, but, but the, the, at the end of it, the real, the, real, um, the real end of it is when, you know, when you get to, when you understand the Yerushalayim, I mean, you understand both of them. I've spoken to Yeshiva, when I was lived, I said a Hespid. So, I, 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 I said, Yerushalayim, you know, his, his anivus of not being chashev and all of that, did he really think that he, he deserved less of Matseva than all of the Beis Akvaris in Lebrak? Or than all of, did he really think so? I, I, you know, what's the shot in that? What's the agenda on this? So, so, so my description was as follows. Imagine um, I try to, a person tries to evaluate how well he runs. What's, what's you know, how, how good of a walker, runner is he? So a normal person can walk a mile in 10 minutes, let's say. Um, an athlete can do it in 4 minutes and 3 minutes. He can do it in, in 8, 9 minutes, or he can do it in 12 minutes. So that's how he evaluates himself, and that's about how he reaches his, his understanding of who he is. Imagine somebody works or later in a rehab center for people, stroke victims, and he helps people take their first steps, and they walk down the hallway in a half hour, and when the guy gets to the end of the hallway, everybody claps and says, that's amazing. This is Olympic material. And v'chulah, v'chulah, v'chulah. They in, they out. So one day he walks home, and it takes him 25 minutes to walk the mile, but he says, I, I'm, 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 a, I'm Olympic, I'm Olympic, because my music of what it is. I said, you know, we've got to so used to Katniss that, you, wow, you know, in Rav Shtemu was living with the Musagin, he understood what goes on in the world, understood what the average person knows, what he knows, but he wasn't measuring himself by that. He's measuring himself by, by different standards. And, and, and the real standards that we, we have a distortion of standards, and that's why we think so much of ourselves. Um, you know, when a person comes into a, it's like, if you have a kid who comes to, goes from, uh, to a very, very strong environment, a lot of times there's like a much better, because he didn't begin to realize what it's like in a, in a, in a very strong environment. You get so used to a weaker environment. So, so uh, the real emphasis of a person is, is being masik, what's, what's right, what's, what's emphasis, what, what, what is a person. But, uh, um, let me tell you just a story, so I remind myself of something that's a bit late, but I just want to share a story that just reminds myself about people's self-worth and value that I heard from the person himself. Um, this person 
as a Hasidic person who grew up in Menei, not Menei, not Shdod. He was, as a vision, one of the Hasidic lived there. And he was on drugs, Lolenu, and went to rehab. And Bonsham today, he lives in he lives in America, and he does well. He does well, business wise, family wise, everything. Alatarius, it's been many years since then. I had a reason to be by him, and he told me a little bit. Very warm, open person. He told me um, that you know, as he was rehabilitating from drugs, somebody. Um, so you have a part. You have a mentor. Like you go to these meetings, and they have a mentor. That in case you have a moment of weakness, you reach out to the mentor, and they mechazik you. So he was walking in Manhattan, and he really felt down on himself, and he really wanted to reach out and take drugs or kill himself. I don't remember that part. I don't remember, but one of the two. And he called up his mentor, and the mentor couldn't make it. So the mentor said, "I'll set you up with a chaver chaverach in Manhattan." So the chaver chaverach was a black fellow in Harlem, and he said. I don't remember if he met him on the street or in a church basement. I don't remember which one. But he said, he, he went there, and a big black fellow comes. He gives him a big hug, and he says, Pini, I love you. God love you. Don't do anything to yourself. And he told me, I grew up in a cheder, and the first time someone told me that God loves me, was a black man in Hollywood. I'm serious. I, I, this, I'm, I'm telling the first time his story. I, I, I was, he said, all I heard in Cheder was, if you eat out of Bachin, Isa Verusha, Isa Verusha did this, Isa Verusha did this, and go Gehenim, and this, and that. And the first person who told me that God loves me and he loves me was a bleak black fellow in, in Harlem. Incredible. And so what does that do? When, you tell, when, when, when a big black fellow says, why does that stop you thinking? The Terence says, you're worth something for somebody. You're Mitzias. It is worth for somebody. Um, that that's so. I have I, I have why I sh, why I shouldn't be taking drugs. My life is worth something to somebody and to myself, and I'm somebody. If not, it's it's sort of if I'm worthless, then what's the point of it? I, I think I was so that the stories shook me. Um, it was a very open, candid person. He wasn't he wasn't speaking at a, at a, at a some sort of public meeting. He was speaking and. Um, but the, you know, when when a kid feels that he has value, um, he's worth something. So, and you know, and the problem is, he has to be genuine. You have to notice it, and you have to uh, take note of it. And and uh, I mean, that's the challenge of Chinuch. You know, it's, uh, I mean, that was the 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 Alter Sabbat was able to give each each. I mean, it's Mar's grandfather, great grandfather, was able to give each person a sense of his worth, but he was extremely demanding. And Mr. Shapiro told me his father was Pelzer who went to Slovakia and went by the Alta Heaven. And Rabbi Shapiro would sometimes tell me these stories. And he told me there was a Yidra of Alta Agola who was from the last leftover Talmudim of that group. His father, and there was a Yidra of Alta Agola. I don't know, know who it was. Rabbi Shapiro told me that the day after Yom Kippur, the Alta Slavaka sat down with his four biggest Talmudim in Heaven and they reviewed. How the davening went of Yom, how the avodah went of Yom Neroyim, and he told, you know, he turned to each town and he told this person, Alta Gola, I I I is the town, I, I, Alta Gola, he says, yeah, I'll tell it in Yiddish because that's what he said. No, he got a high pestle, mich duch gefir, de alle musafim from Yom Neroyim, 
you took your pestle of Micha through all the Musafim of Yom Deiraya. That was his Musaf. So, and he said, the Rishon told me, I can't tell you how much Ava this person had for the altar. He said his eyes would, 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 would tear at them. So I guess you needed to be able to have that type of... I guess the person felt that if the altar speaks like that to him, he can, he can, he, he, he holds it him. You know, it's, it's a, somebody, they have the, they put it out in English now, Rameya Chodesh, his biography, was written by his daughter. I, if you've read it, I've, uh, I'm sorry, but, um, it's really amazing, especially since it was written by a woman, there's less censorship in heaven, so it's much less censorship than would be in a, there was somebody there who, um, the, the um, Rameya Chodesh called him in and he said, he's not happy with his learning, it's not what it should be, so then, um, a week later, Mayor said, I, I, I don't see where you've improved. Not much. The third week, Mayor Chodesh called me and said, listen, you improved, but it's nowhere near what I was thinking, what I was talking about. If one more time I don't see any change, I am maftir you, I will never ever give it to Chach again. I'm warning you. And that did the trick. So, it, it, but, but you know what? It, 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 it had to be said. It had to be when I expect somebody to be a star. You know, the person in the basketball game that I keep hacking to do better is because I think he can do something. The other person, Lorelaine, with, with, with the wheelchair, I, you know, everything he does is wonderful. You know, the, and so it's, it's, um, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tricky balance. You know, it, you know whatever you do. We, we, had, we had a retreat with the Bachmanar Yeshiva. We usually do it at the end of the summer. This year we just couldn't do it because of place. So we did the beginning of Zman. And we, I spoke to, I asked the Bachram if they were giving advice, uh, other Bachram, or what would they, if their son were going to see what their advice would be. So one person said, you know, everybody's different, and they shouldn't, you know, not what everybody else does, all that type of stuff. So I said to him, well, let me turn it around. Imagine you had a son to send off Yeshiva, and you came and asked me, what's the Yeshiva about? I say, whatever your son does is okay. Said, would you fork over twenty thousand dollars for that? <laughs> no, you know. So, so he said, no. But you know, I, I try to get them to understand the music of gvulis can feed the person. In other words, the, the error of the person means shutting off correctly who the person is and what he can do. And the gvulis is we wanted to reach it. This this is where you have to get to. Uh, and, and it's and like always, it's 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 the hardest balance. It's easy to just slam down and. In this sense, and it's relatively easy to just say, okay, everything's fine, just pat on the back, but to be able to do the two is a very cautious of That's why it's such a well paying profession. But, you know. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take a nice time. It's, uh, it's uh, wonderful to be here.